1: Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods as well as conventional medical practices to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale.
2: Hello everyone and this is Paula Vale welcoming you to another episode of For the Love of Reiki. And today, we are going to be discussing Awakening to Your Angels. This is just going to be a really fun show. I have a wonderful guest today. Her name is Stephanie Barton. And Stephanie, for many years, was was a registered nurse and made a change after several years to follow her soul's call and provide mediumship sessions to those seeking divine guidance and give authentic proof that love endures beyond death. So we are' going to have just a load of information and inspiration today with Stephanie. Stephanie,
3: welcome, thank you Oh. Thank you. It's an honor and a privilege to be here, Paula. Thank you so much.
2: Oh, thank you. And I'm so honored to have you here. We are, are blessed. We are blessed. Well, let's begin. Um, please give us just a little information about your background and when you realize it, that you had awakened to your angels.
3: Well, I think for me the. The story begins way back, even before I began my career as a nurse. I, like so many of us as a child, had encounters where I had imaginary friends and at nighttime with these these beautiful, shining beings of light, and I was raised in a fundamental religion that didn't provide any kind of support or education or any kind of empowerment around that. So as I began to share and, and discuss these experiences more with my family and then with people at the church, these experiences became very unwelcome. They were extremely unwanted and, and just really began to become steeped in fear. And so, like many children, I just shut all of that down and... and Buried myself in academics and making everyone else feel good and being, trying mm. to make everyone else happy. And then, when I was an adult and got out on my own and started exploring alternative methods of healing as I was in nursing school, things started sort of percolating again. And it became especially strong when I worked night shifts in the hospital when things were quiet and I had time to just sit and be with my patients, it was as if time had never been lost and these angels and these spirit people, all these wonderful beings reconnected with me and then I was willing to reconnect with them. So from that point, I began to study more and I started to trust and then I started to have a lot of courage in accepting that, although maybe it had been misunderstood in the past, some of my abilities could be of benefit to others in in the present. And so after several years of working as a nurse, I took that leap and began offering professional readings for those who had been bereaved or who just wanted to connect to their own divine helpers and, and their greater good.
2: So it was like they were tapping you on the shoulder saying, Stephanie,
3: we're we're here. Oh well, it was a combination between shoulder tapping and, and head thumping and <laughs> you know, sometimes it was quiet and other times the tapping was a knocking and sometimes it was a thumping and it got kind of loud. <laughs> yes. But yes. it was never The beautiful thing about working with the angels is that it never scared me. I never felt frightened or I never felt like I was in danger in any way. Sure, there was uncertainty, and sometimes when we have these mystical experiences, they can be unusual or atypical, no doubt. But Mm -hmm. the angels are so deep in love and so present to the good in all situations that Once I started moving forward, I didn't want to look back. I knew that love was a part of what I was doing, and that inspired me to keep going. Even when my family misunderstood or the church didn't support, I knew that I had to follow love's call. And I'm so, so glad that I did.
2: How fantastic. And and then at some point you realized you had to also reach out and bring this this beautiful awakening and this uh, connection that you had to helping others?
3: Absolutely. I found that the more I was able to demystify and bring light to some of these experiences with intuition and with dreams and with signs and experiencing coincidences, being a human is more than just being in a body. We're spirit. And so often that intuition or that sixth sense is sort of shelved because it doesn't fit into a textbook or you can't touch it or measure it or get your hands on it. But it's such a part of who we are. And the more we can speak about it and explore it and, and look at it in the light, then the more comfort, the more clarity and the more brilliant we can shine for one another, and then we all benefit because we bring that love to the center of our being. Oh, that is beautiful. It it is. It's so much about sharing. And I know if I have a fear about speaking out, then others probably have that fear too. So if Mm -hmm. I can just step out one toe of my comfort zone, then maybe I can inspire someone else to let go of some of their fear, too. And there are times when it's not easy. I'm very... I'm mindful of how I describe my work to others. I don't blast out, I'm talking to dead people, or hey! I realize that there's still a lot of misunderstanding and, and a great deal of a lack of education around spiritual experiences. We all know religion, but... Spirituality is still something quite different, and yes. so I'm very heart centered and, and very focused on bringing that light, bringing peace, bringing authenticity and gentleness to opening up our spiritual gifts
2: oh that is that is beautiful you You're spreading that light, you're opening up helping others with their vibration would mm-hmm. you would you call it that mhm hmm Tell it, us... It, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about when you do readings for others, what's mm-hmm. involved with that and, and, and what that opens up.
3: Well, my focus in, in readings is really helping each person connect with the best aspects of our spirit and, and reaching out to and feeling connected to those non-physical helpers who are guiding us on our path. And so I enjoy and love giving a voice to family members who've passed or or pets who have transitioned, guardian angels and archangels. It is so important to me to give a clear voice to love because once we can hear that and see that, it helps us to believe in ourselves and to believe that we are a part of a greater plan and that we are part of a, a wonderful and tremendous good. And when we start to believe in ourselves and believe in that connection then, then we can be centered and reach out and help others. So my readings focus on bridging that gap between heaven and earth, you know, giving a voice to the unheard and the unspoken and to help bring that awareness that love really does overcome all. Death is not an end, it's that there's no separation that the ties that bind us are made in love and that cannot ever ever be lost, no matter what
4: oh
2: that that's beautiful love love is that expansive that is everything isn't it and I can imagine when you do readings for others with you know. Connecting them to loved ones, pets, mm-hmm. that are that are passed on. The healing that that may bring to them.
3: It because is so transformative, absolutely. I
2: can just imagine. I can just imagine. Mm-hmm. Because they can lose someone and be stuck in that. Mm-hmm. And to be able to release that... Mm -hmm. and know that they're still there, and be able to connect with them, I just can imagine what that does.
3: It is, and it's what keeps me inspired, it's what keeps me going, because when you understand that there needs never be guilt over the loss of a loved one, and it's never too late to forgive, or to hear, I'm sorry, or to receive the simple message that I love you, that can completely bring light into the darkness and it can inspire us to to let go of the pains so that we can really feel that gentleness of spirit and that presence of love that is always with us. And it's so... It is sometimes just it breaks my heart to see how people hold on to such guilt and mm-hmm. the, with such questions, did I do enough for this person? Could I have saved this person? Well, if only... And and it can oftentimes consume us. And so hearing from those beautiful spirits this past helps us know that love does still live on, even beyond the body. And also to understand that there is always a divine plan. There's always a greater good that's being acted on. And that when we love and when we serve one another, we've done all that we can do.
2: Yes and that is so true Stephanie. I know myself my my dear aunt and uncle, you know, they they were a big part of my life raising me and mm-hmm. I would go visit my aunt about once a week take her to the store shopping but mm-hmm. I had no idea about her illness and she didn't either mm-hmm. and it came suddenly and I lost her and For months, I was just filled with guilt. I should have gone twice a week, you know? Yes,
3: yes. Oh, we can play those games with ourselves until we're just literally sick, Mm -hmm. and it serves no good. There is always, always a divine plan that's being activated and that's being moved upon, even in the midst of what seems like the darkest times. And so when we can have that connection and hear those voices of those who've moved on, it helps to free us from that guilt and it to liberate our hearts to a deeper and more profound spiritual kind of love. I was working with a lady not too long ago who'd lost her husband, and it was a very catastrophic and sudden illness where he was diagnosed, and then three weeks later he had, he had died. And she, much as you're expressing, just racked herself with guilt. I should have. I could have. Why didn't I? Mm -hmm. And his message to her was that she'd never really loved him just because of his body. She loved and celebrated him because of his beautiful soul. And he reminded her that his soul is still very much alive. And so... It was okay for her to mourn the passing of his body, but to really remember the presence of his soul. And I spoke with her by phone, but even over the phone I could feel the relief and, and the gentleness and the love that she experienced in her heart in hearing that message from him, that you appreciate the physical connection, but you hold on to that soul connection, because the soul lives on.
2: Yes, that they leave their physical body, but their soul is still there. And for so many out there who may want to believe that, but are not sure or Mm -hmm. possibly a little afraid to, I can imagine Mm -hmm. what that does for them to get a message and and to feel that.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. It is. It's a relief. And it's so interesting, especially with those who reach out to me who've never had a mediumship reading or who aren't certain. I think the greatest compliment that I can receive is that they do feel such relief. They feel so at ease. They feel so free after having a connection that it really does feel that doubt, and it just opens up a whole new world of possibility. Because if we can still dialogue with our loved ones, even after they've left their bodies, then then we can bring a whole new level of love into the conversation of daily life. And it's, it's so inspiring to know that you can still connect with your family members, even on the other side, and the connection is real and it's vibrant and it's good and it's alive it can uplift us in a way that nothing in this world can. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I had a lady who not too long ago had lost her mom, and her mother was very, very close with the grandchildren. And there was a, a great number of grandchildren. There were six of them. And so she had to, the grandmother had to pick and choose which game she could go to and which meetings she could attend and she was also active in church and in her body she could only be one place at at a time and so she communicated to her daughter a beautiful message was that now she could be with everybody all the time and didn't lose a single beat of the action but that that spirit could be with everyone and, and was for all of time and I know that brought comfort to her, and then she shared that message with all the grandchildren, and they all found great relief in knowing that their grandma was still cheering them on and didn't have to pick and choose which game to go to. Yes. <laughs> they got to see them all. <laughs>
2: yeah, and, you know, that's something we wouldn't even think of. But how mm-hmm. beautiful is that? Yes. yes.
3: Yes. When she set aside her body, she checked all limits. And was uninhibited, and was attending every game all the time. <laughs> I'm there
2: cheering. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love it. Well, and I, I have been blessed and honored to to have a reading with you, and it was it was absolutely tremendous. It it really did a lot for my heart, and I want to thank you for that. It was. It was beautiful, Stephanie. And everyone, um, we are going to take a moment here to go to commercial break, but we will come back and share some more fun information. Thank you, Stephanie.
3: You're
1: welcome. You're welcome. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington... We offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us today. A big thank you to everyone in the U.S., everyone around the world, and if you're just joining us now. I have Stephanie Barton with me today, a beautiful wave of light in this planet, uh, connecting all of us, helping us see the light and the love and, and awaken to our angels. And we're going to start out a little bit now. Uh, let's discuss, Stephanie, um, how, how everyone out there just in their own daily daily work every day, or their own mindset, what they can do on a personal level level to help themselves awaken to their angels?
3: Mm-hmm. I have a very simple three-point approach that I personally implement. I started it years and years and years ago, and it's so reliable and so helpful that I, I do it still today, and it's it's really easy to remember, It's look, listen, and feel. So each and every day when I wake up as I'm meditating and, and preparing my heart and my mind for the day, I just ask my angels, I'm going to look for you, so show me signs. I'm going to listen for you, so let me hear you. And I'm going to feel your presence, so let me feel love. And when I'm focused on look, listen, and feel... I'm already primed and attuned and in line to to receive those connections. So I would encourage you and everyone when you wake up, do the same. Okay, angels, I'm going to look for you. Show me the signs. I'm going to listen. Let me hear. I want to feel. So let me feel your presence and your love. Because the thing as it is, our angels are with us all the time. No matter what, we cannot lose that connection. We won't. It's part of who we are. It's our essence. It's like a spiritual fingerprint. And so when we affirm that and then embrace it and and look for it and listen and feel it, it really helps us to understand the truth of our being. So look, listen, and feel, and you'll find that your angels are there with you all the time all the time. And it's a joyous it becomes so joyous then. I was not too long ago after I said my morning prayers and meditation, kind of had a rocky morning, which it happens now and then I think. So mm-hmm. I was out at the grocery store and I thought, gosh angels, I was I think I remember saying that look part and show me. I'm not seeing
1: the love.
3: And not a few moments later, I walked by a car, and the license plate on the car was miracles. And I thought, please, (laughs) you didn't let me down, and I know you never will. So it's that kind of openness and that affirmative approach that, yes, they're there. Just let me see and let me hear and let me feel your presence because I know you're with me all the time.
2: I love that. Look, listen, and feel. And something that simple, the license plate, or maybe a song, and Mm -hmm. you know, white feathers. I see white feathers all the time, and and I take that as, that's an angel or someone saying hello.
3: (laughs) Absolutely. We get those signs so commonly. Feathers, and pennies, and lights that flash, and animals. There's just a myriad of different ways that heaven can connect with us. But I say if it feels like a sign, it's a sign. If it feels like a message, it's a message. You've got to trust that feeling. And we tend to dismiss our feelings thinking they're just whims or fantasies or I just wish that it was. No way. No way. When you believe that you've received the message you have, if you think that a dream was a visit, it was. We have to learn to trust ourselves, because we mm-hmm. are connected, and that connection is natural. And it's so healing and powerful, and it's, it's so good. It's so good.
2: Now, when we see a little something that we, that we feel, or we just, our intuition says, mm-hmm. that's a sign, should we maybe make a note, or should we think on it and try to get more out of it, or should we just see it and say, that's a comfort I'm I'm just being notified that I'm loved. How how should we take that?
3: I think, and for me personally, at first, it's just observing and noting and appreciating. Wow, I appreciate it. I am a soft feather, and I needed a sign. I really, really appreciate that. When you recognize and appreciate, it builds up a relationship with our angels. It helps to bring more clarity and more of a rapport to the the connection we have with our divine helpers. So first, just appreciate. And And then, after you've noted and appreciated the sign, then you just pay a little attention to the context. So if I'm thinking about writing a book, and then a few moments later I find a feather... First, I'll appreciate the feather, and then I'll kind of contemplate or or ponder, well, what was I thinking about right before I found that? Oh, I was considering a book, and then I found a feather. I wonder if that's a positive indication that perhaps I'm being supported in that type of endeavor. And then if I remember what I was thinking and taking the context and think about appreciating the feather, and then I start to feel good, then I've got some pretty solid evidence here that perhaps I need to get home and get behind the computer and start typing some things out. So it's taking this not from an analytical perspective but from a, a gentle and, and appreciative approach and then sort of feeling our way through the messages. I think that's the best way to to look at that. And it's so easy, and especially in our, in our society, overthink, overthink the messages and overthink things, and then spirit gets lost in all the thoughts. So when we're able to take it with that gentle approach and that sort of feel-good approach, it really helps us make solid decisions that are right for us in the moment when the sign or the information comes.
2: You're right, because it's so easy to look at that or get that little Little feeling or and just oh and and just push it away, because
0: mm-hmm.
2: we're so in thought or so onto a purpose at the moment, you're right,
3: yes, and I think sometimes people are just so afraid to trust if you've lost mm-hmm. a loved one and you've asked for a sign and then you find a feather, you think, Oh, but what if it's not? What if it's just a silly feather, and so it's almost sometimes we're afraid to believe. But I tell you, these things are real and dare to believe, dare to believe in the angels because I tell you, the angels believe in you and they believe in every single listener out there. Believe in them because they sure believe in you.
2: Yes. Yes. And they're with us. They're with us. All
3: the time. Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: Do you have... Particular angels that you work with on a regular basis, or are you just open and and who comes and peeks in to say hi is is who comes in?
3: Oh yeah, picking a favorite angel or limiting uh-huh. myself to one angel would be too hard. <laughs> It'd be like saying what's your one favorite dessert? I don't have one uh-huh. favorite. I can find a place in my stomach and my heart for all desserts, <laughs> and the same is true for angels. There are so many beautiful helpers to guide us along the path. My desire and my focus is just that surrender to the greater good. So if one day I need some strength and Archangel Michael is there to fill me with that courage and clarity, then Archangel Michael is who I will work with. And if the next day it's about healing, and Archangel Raphael is there, then I embrace and welcome that presence with an open heart. So I encourage every person to develop a rapport with these angels and all the beautiful guides and guardians who work with us from the other side, because each one offers a unique gift, and it's the combination and sort of the blending of these different essences that make a spiritual practice. So amazingly rich. It's like making a, a, a gourmet meal. You know, if you just have salt, well, you're going to have salty food. But if you add salt and, and different seasonings and spices, it, it brings the food to life. So, angels are awesome. Guides are nice, too. And archangels are wondrous. They're all a part of this divine spiritual life that we are connected to.
2: Oh, how wonderful. Oh, that's just, it's almost mind-boggling to think about. It's so wonderful, mm-hmm. and it's so beautiful, and it's there for us. They're there for
3: us. It is there, yes. I Sometimes when I'm having one of those days, I imagine a big, huge, uh, uh, like a salt or pepper shaker, And I'll I'll say, I need a dash of angels, and I'll imagine little angels coming out of a a salt-and-pepper shaker, and then it makes me smile. And then I remember, okay, I'm connected. I need to get out of my own way. I need to get out of my own head, and I need to remember what's really important. And that's just always being centered in our hearts. I say add a dash of angels and a sprinkle of spirit guides and a a little pinch of animal totems, you know, you just throw it all in and it's all good. Oh, I
2: love that. I love that. I think I'm going to create a little salt and pepper shaker and they're going to be my seasoning mix, you know, and that's a beautiful idea. I love that.
3: we all have those times when life is a little dull. It becomes a little oatmeal in our lives. So when you sprinkle in some angels and add in a few miracles and pour Uh. on the the love, boy, (laughs) life starts to take a whole new, whole new kick. So it's, it's about bringing joy into our lives because none of us, none of us came here to just get by. We didn't come here to exist. We didn't come here to clock in, clock out, get through, we are here as vibrant spiritual beings, alive with love. We're here for joy and expansion and this sheer pleasure in bringing spirit into the world. There's no place to go in that. And angels just help us really claim that life that we're here to live and to understand we have a purpose, a very powerful soul purpose. And none of us, none of us are here just to get by
2: oh that that is just that's a beautiful thought and and the angels, really, if we put out there and we ask them, they'll help us find our purpose
3: absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely, and that's one of the one of the most common questions that I receive during sessions is, why am I here, and what's my purpose, and how can my angels help me? And angels are specialists at that. They enjoy and, and find great satisfaction in helping us claim our purpose and then live our purpose because we did come here with a divine purpose in mind.
2: Oh, yes. Just open up and ask. And amazing what they can bring, bring f- through that, that we wouldn't even have imagined.
3: Yes. Yes. And sometimes we get hung up on labels. I had a lady who not too long ago had come to me for a session because she'd done a meditation and asked her angels what her purpose was and she heard the word healer. Mm -hmm. And she was upset by that because she didn't consider herself a healer and didn't think she was good enough and had her own issues and had what she believed were her own limitations, so she was quite sure that her angels were wrong and was a little unsettled by this message of being a healer. But in connecting with her angels and in working together and and hearing her angels' voice through me, she began to understand that being a healer doesn't mean being perfect. It means choosing love. It means looking for and receiving good. And it meant taking good care of her instead of focusing on everybody else first. So then as she let go of some of this expectation or pressure around being a healer, she started getting a little bit excited about the opportunity to feel good and then to share that good feeling with others. And that felt right for her.
2: Yes, yes. I... You know, this brings to mind a little story I I think I just have to share because I've gone my whole life just knowing that this angel came in and rescued us. It was when my daughter, my kids were young and, and I was coming home from work and I had had the brakes done on my car. Mm-hmm. and I had my daughter and a wonderful exchange student that we had in our home with me in the car. Well, the brakes went out, mm-hmm. and, and we lived, our road was this really steep hill,
3: mm-hmm. and it
2: ended at the end of the road at someone's house. So mm-hmm. I had no brakes, and we're i come over the hill going about 30 miles an hour, and and we just kept going faster. It was dark, no, lo- no street lights.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: all I could think, we, we were, you know, over 60 miles an hour, and it was either we were going to go into this house, or i mm-hmm. drive off the road into the trees.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, I kind of panicked. I wasn't sure what to do. But, you know, so I'm just trying to hold the girls. And anyway, I felt this presence, I felt this presence. And I went, okay, I'm just pulling off. So I pulled off the road, and we went through the trees, stopped. No one was hurt. It, And we got out of the car and walked away. And the rest of my life, I will know, there was an angel came in the car with us Absolutely.
0: and kept us safe.
2: I've never that, forgotten it.
3: Yeah. Never. that was your moment of proof. And I think we all have those in small ways and in large ways, where there's just that moment when there's mm-hmm. something so great and so grand and so undeniable that it helps us to expand our point of view and to trust that yes, angels are absolutely real, absolutely they, real
2: they they sure are. Gosh, well, Stephanie, we've got to take another break here, um, pop out for a commercial. But thank you. This this is so wonderful. Oh, this I'm just feeling those angels now. So thank anyway, <laughs> yes, we'll be back in a moment. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Your
4: life, your health your network you're listening to voice america health and wellness hi i'm kristen eichel join paula Vale, host of for the love of reiki and i along with millions of other reiki and energy healers worldwide as we create the world reiki circle for wildlife
1: then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki.
2: Hello everyone, welcome back. And thank you for joining us today. Stephanie, Barton and I are discussing angels today if you're just joining us and our angels are with us. They're we're surrounded and what they can bring into our lives. This is just so exciting. And Stephanie, I, I would love to have you uh, uh, give us a little advice on what we can do to increase our intuitive abilities and raise our vibration to help us a little bit more with that, um, you know, the look, feel and listen. So mm-hmm. that would be wonderful.
3: Sure. I think the, the real foundation or probably one of the greatest things that we can do to enhance our awareness of our intuition is, is spending some quiet time meditating each day. And that doesn't have to be the time where you're cloistered in a closet and it's completely silent and black. But I do believe that each and every one of us benefits on a daily basis from a time when we can be withdrawn from the outside and be attuned to what's happening on the inside. Their angels move through the world, no doubt, but where they live is in our heart. So when we're able to listen and and be sensitive to and be aware of that beautiful heart voice or that still, small voice within, by turning our attention inward. That's the first and most important way to enhance our our intuition and to start understanding more of that voice that's divine within us. And it's true. As I said, the angels move through the world to guide us and to illuminate the path. but where they live is inside. It's in our hearts, and that's a permanent residence for them. So when we're quiet and still and can find a way to receive, and to be patient with hearing that and experiencing that love, then we benefit ourselves tremendously. So first and foremost, it's meditate. I think the second thing that's so vital when it comes to improving and enhancing our intuition is getting back to our simple roots. Be simple. So spending time under a tree Um, eating fresh fruits and vegetables, being in nature, um, appreciating music, doing the things that bring you simple pleasure and, and pure love, that's where our angels really connect with us. I had an experience with one of my angels several years back. And it was a time in my life when I was focused on productivity and getting things done and Being on the mark every time. And I was feeling a little disconnected from my own angels. So I was meditating one morning and I said, hey, where are you guys? What's going on? (laughs) And one of my angels said, it's hard to hit a moving (laughs) target. If you would be still, you will know that we're here. And I thought, oh, (laughs) well, that's a good point. Yes, that is. Yeah, they're throwing messages at me, but I was so busy moving in every direction, they couldn't hit the target. So then it reminded me and refocused me and encouraged me back to my roots and back to the simple art of just being still. And then I immediately regained that sense of connection and that spirit of joy that's so so much a part of who the angels are. So being quiet, spending time in inward meditation and contemplation, and and then being simply connected to our roots. I think those are the two things that we can do that are really powerful. And then third, I would add, um, to be free from guilt or to have a regular practice of release or forgiveness or letting go doesn't really matter what label you put on it. Some people kind of cringe when you say forgiveness and other people can kind of struggle with letting go, but in daily or a weekly or a monthly ritual where you affirm that you let go or exhale or are free from anything that no longer serves you... That is another very important step that we can take in feeling connected to our angels. It's like if you think about a window, if you're, you're standing in a window and you want to look outside and the window is coated with dirty handprints or smudgy marks, you can't see very clearly what's outside. All our self-judgments and some of our own limits and unforgiveness and The harsh ways that we sometimes think are like smudges and fingerprints that makes this window, this, this perspective between us and our angels a little bit smudgy and sometimes difficult to see through. So in releasing, it helps us to see clearly and to experience fully and to embrace joyously that connection that we always share. And so the release can do that for us quite beautifully and quite nicely. So it's being quiet, being simple, and being free. I think those are the three things that we can do on a daily basis to improve our intuition and to feel that powerful connection that we each have with our angels and with that spirit of love.
2: Oh, excellent. That is excellent. And in, in freeing ourselves and making that connection, we can have joy.
3: Absolutely. Yes. Yes.
2: yes.
3: Yes. And there's so many ways that you can free yourself. Some people like to write things down and then burn and release. Other people enjoy drumming or, or Reiki as as you and I both practice and participate in. There's so many resources and so many tools to to free ourselves. And no one is right and no one is better than the others. I think we've got to give ourselves permission to explore and to try and to experiment with lots of different modalities and approaches because what's right and what fits today may be a little different than what feels liberating and freeing tomorrow. And I think that's one of the exciting possibilities and and gifts of a spiritual practice is that it does grow and it does change and it does expand us in ways that we may never expect and we may not yet know, but it never disappoints and it will never fail us if we're consistent in practicing that connection with spirit and being centered in love.
2: Yes, yes. And and that would just open up how much we're going to feel loved on a regular basis, do you think?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that is that is such a gift when we can really receive without guilt, without hesitation, without any questioning. When we can receive unconditional love, it is a miracle. It is nothing short of a miracle. And we're so inundated with messages that we're not good enough or we haven't done right or we're broken. It's it just insecurity is almost... It's almost a part of us on a cultural and a societal level, and yet our angels never judge us, and they never are conditional. They're only here to love, and when we can receive that, oh my gosh, it's just, it changes. It changes us for the good. Yes, yes. And it's hard to accept that sometimes, I work with clients Mm -hmm. every day, and, and it's difficult for many, many people to believe that they can be loved, or to accept that they are lovable, or to even fathom that there can be these beings of light who only want good and only offer love, and yet that's the truth. That is absolutely what's true, and those beings are angels, and they are here to love us, unfailingly, eternally, and only love us. Because that's really what we're created for, is to give and receive love.
2: Yes, yes. And that can be the biggest personal hurdle we have. You know, I yes. love this. I love you. I, But I don't think I can love me. I don't think I'm, wor- I'm worthy. And yes. that can
3: be our biggest hurdle. I agree. I think it's one of the biggest obstacles that on a personal level we all have to work with, and it's not something that just one day, poof, oh, I, I'm so in love with myself, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it's the daily practice. It's the, the constant choice to say, I will choose love. I will choose to receive love. I will choose to give love. I will choose love, regardless of how it looks on the outside or regardless of what someone else may think. I'm here for me to give and to choose and to be attuned to love in all things. But boy, when we can do that, it sure changes our world. It changes the world for good. And it's it's what we're here to do. I have no doubt.
2: Yes. Oh, Stephanie, that is just, that's profound. That is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Yes
3: it is hard for many people to accept but it's it's so true there's nothing that any one of us could ever do or have ever done that could cause our angels to stop loving us. it's just not possible because Mm -hmm. our angels know the truth of who we are even sometimes better than we do our angels know that we're created in divine light and our angels know that we are formed in love and that what they see and that's what they celebrate and that's what they remind us of. They call us back to truth and they invite us back into our own heart so that we can start living a life that is good and simple and really based on that spiritual love. Yes. Yes. And yes. It, it, Yeah. It, we get lost. You know, we get lost in life. We get so busy and mm-hmm. and, and we get so focused on making everything else out there okay. If it looks okay, it's got to be okay. When on the inside, we're, we're struggling and we feel abandoned and sometimes separated from, from who we are, from our own truth. And the angels are that perfect bridge to invite us back. Come back. Come back home. Come back home to your heart, because that's where the truth is. That's where love lives. is back in our own heart.
2: Yes. And... When we can live in that love and I, I, you know, speak in love, you know, it changes us and really it changes people around us. When when
3: we, yeah. are, we are that love, it spreads. It absolutely right? spreads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we all have people like that in our lives where you're around this person and they don't say anything and they don't necessarily do anything, but you just feel better. Because you're around them, I watch that with with my children. If if one of them gets frazzled, then sure enough, they all start getting frazzled. It, yes. it, it sort of is contagious, but it the is. opposite is true. If one of them is just in a good place and we're spreading the love, it just spreads, and then everyone wins. And that is the That's what I tell my kids. In love, everybody wins. Love doesn't have sides. Love is for all. With love, everybody wins.
2: That's right. And today, Stephanie, we are just going to spread that love energy around the world. Oh, Mm -hmm. I love that idea. I love Mm -hmm. that idea. Now, we just have a few moments before we have to close. Is there any last words? that or information that you would like to share with everyone?
3: Well, I just want to encourage each person to, to keep believing and, and to dare to believe. And I want to say thank you to you for having me on. It's been a true joy. And then also I do have on my website this month, I have kind of a unique and special special gift. I've got a meditation package that you can just download and, and work through it on your own. It's a meditation that that I lead to guide you to meet your guardian angel. There's an audio lecture about what angels do and who angels are. And then there's another class, audio class, experience in helping you understand how to connect further with your own angels and to enhance your intuition. There's an audio download, and it's on my website, and I would encourage anyone who's interested to just try it. And then reach out if you need help because I'm here to serve and I'm here to love. So that's available. My website is so com, and the meditation download is on the meditation page. And it's easy and it's fun um, and it's worth the time and connecting with our divine guides and our helpers, our angels.
2: Oh, that sounds so fun. That sounds so fantastic.
3: It's my All About Angels triple pack. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Stephanie, you
2: are just a gift to us all. That's, That's all I have to say. You are a gift to us all. I am just so honored to have had you on the show today.
3: Well, thank you so much. I am deeply appreciative of the work you're doing, and any way I can support you, you know I am here. Oh. Because you do powerful work, Paula.
2: Thank you so much. What what a beautiful tool this this show is in in sharing so much wonderful inspiration and information. And I feel so yes. blessed to be connected with so many beautiful people. And Stephanie, I am just so. Grateful to have connected with you. Yeah. Thank
3: you.
2: My goodness. And a big thank you to everyone out there. And any thoughts about the show, feel free to email me at paula at wellnessinspired.com. And you can also find Stephanie's information on the show description. So we will say goodbye. Uh, Stephanie, goodbye and thank you. Thank
3: you. Thank you and so, so much.
2: I I look forward to chatting with you again. And to everyone around the world, hugs and blessings. And we will see you next
1: week. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in to For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health.